Welcome to the Dreamcast Podcast, where you start the journey to make your dream a reality, become the greatest version of yourself, and discover your purpose. My name is Daniel Bozinski, and I'm excited to bring you today's show. Every week, the Dreamcast will bring you practical tips, steps, and interviews from influential leaders, successful entrepreneurs, and business professionals living out their dreams from around the globe. Our guests have discovered their purpose and are constantly making an investment into their greatest asset themselves. I believe your dreams are priceless, and if you're looking to make an investment into yourself but don't know where to begin, then start the journey today by joining me at danielbazinski.com. Thanks for tuning in now. Let's get started. Well, thanks for joining me on today's Dreamcast, where you learn from the greats and see what you have in common with them. The Dreamcast podcast allows you to access the greatest minds in the universe, those that are making a difference and moving the world forward like never before. My name is Daniel Bozinski, your host for the Dreamcast podcast. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about how to be humble and passionate, how to have discipline and strength, and how to stay on top of your industry. Now it's time to introduce today's guest. Today's guest is the founding partner and CEO of Samipata Ventures, a venture capital fund that aims at becoming the reference in European marketplaces. In 2011, our guest founded The Red Fridge, which soon became the largest food delivery marketplace in Spain. Four years later, he sold it after working countless hours, weekends, nights, and all of the time for $100 million. It was one of the biggest internet exits Spain had ever seen at the time. After the sale, he wanted to keep supporting the Spanish startup ecosystem and started Samipata Ventures, with a portfolio that is including European businesses like Antruck, Fuchari, Gin, Corner Job, Depor Village, and La Nevera Rojo, which is the Red Fridge. Samipata Ventures aims to reinvent venture capital in the European market. Our guest is extremely passionate about his business, loves involving himself in everything he can, and enjoys participating in talks and events. In his free time, he is very active and is currently training for an Ironman. He now lives and works in Madrid, Spain, and he is here to share his experiences with entrepreneurship and his passion for business. Jose de Barrio, welcome to the Dreamcast. Thank you very much for inviting me, uh, Daniel. It's a pleasure to be here today. I'm happy to to share with you all my thoughts or experience or everything you like. Yeah, man. Well, I, you know, I love that the fact that you're from Spain. I've I've been around the world, been to six of the seven continents, but I haven't yet been to Spain. I've heard a lot of amazing things about your uh, your nation. You definitely should come here. <laughs> well, it's just a matter of time. I always say it's not a if, it's when. So <laughs> when I do that, we'll have to connect because I'm sure Madrid will be the place to be. So Happy to be your host here. Come on, man. That would be so cool. Well, yeah, we usually start the show with just giving us a little background on your life. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, your career, uh, and a little bit of your story. Okay, great. Um, yeah, I, I start my, my career at consultancy. Well, f- first I was in the volunteering uh, industry um, space in, in Bolivia. When I came back to start working, I started in, in, in Accenture in logistics. And then soon I started working for another company called PwC, consultancy, consulting firm in strategy and transactions. And I worked. I worked there for four years. And and when I was working there, I I met my co-founder, 
uh, Inigo Juantegui. Um, I, I, I told him in 2011, well, in 2010, that it, it would be a great uh, opportunity or great idea to, to, to start a company, uh, a, um, restaurant delivery, uh, food delivery uh, platform called uh, La Nevela Roja. Uh, it's like uh, in, in, in the States you have GrabHub, Seamless. The, the, the business model is pretty similar, Great. was pretty similar. So we launched it in, in 2011. Uh, it was an extraordinary experience. Uh, we, we really enjoyed doing it. We, we worked really, really hard, but also enjoyed that experience. We learned a lot. And yeah, after 40 months approximately of operation, we sold it to, to Rocket Internet, as you said before. Um, and then I, we started. So it was the, just it was just fourteen months. That's all, yeah. and that's when you sold it. Wow. Fourteen months. Yeah. In in January two thousand fifteen, we were approached by uh, different uh, potential buyers, big companies like uh, public companies, very big ones. And uh, one of them was Rocket Internet, and we finally sold it to them. Um, and yeah, it was like a, a bit confusing at the beginning. <laughs> Well, you are having working for four years nonstop, uh, 165 days per year, uh, seven days per week, and 24 <laughs> hours per day. And suddenly you don't have the company anymore. Yeah, it's not yours anymore. It's like your baby <laughs> that you uh, you need to leave it with another strength. <laughs> it's interesting, um, isn't it? I just heard a gentleman yesterday I was talking with. He's like, you know, usually when you don't want to sell it is when someone wants to buy it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's it. <laughs> yeah. That was what happened to us. Um, yeah, but well, uh, after a couple of months, we realized that, that it wasn't uh, us anymore, ours anymore. So we start thinking on a different and the next step in our careers. So New Hante started the company. I start this venture capital firm that you mentioned before to who... Uh, we aim to to help entrepreneurs in South Europe, which is a, a geography that is not very developed in terms of venture capital, as yeah. United States or especially West Coast. They are great entrepreneurs. We're trying to help them to build success stories like us. And is this really like, just so we know too, this is kind of like pretty pretty groundbreaking for Europe though, right? I mean, especially for Spain, having a venture capital company, is that... Like, tell us a little bit about that. Is that is that normal? Is that known? Is that is there a lot out there like that? Well, it's not very frequent. Um, we uh, in Southern Europe in the in the last uh, well ever never ever have been a lot of venture capital firms, and um, but in the last two three years everything is like booming a little bit here, especially in in Madrid, Barcelona, between Lisbon, Milan. Many venture capital from North Europe and also states are coming here to invest because they have noticed that there there are great entrepreneurs that they don't they didn't have enough funds to to grow their business. So <clears throat> um, there is there is this opportunity now to to build new generation of generation of funds, what we call founder funds. So yeah. uh, like funds founded by entrepreneurs 
uh, that uh, know the like we call the um, founder journey. Great. Um, and this new generation of fans we think are like uh, aggregates so or adds a lot of value to to the companies to startups and especially if if the, the the specialized one as we as we are we only invest in certain number of business models and, and, and industries so that's what it is this is yeah as you said it's something different uh, it's not just financial uh, criteria we are not just banking guys or this kind of profiles we try to we are entrepreneurs and we try to to help them as entrepreneurs great well tell me a little bit about your childhood i always like to learn about the history and story of individuals and kind of where they came from right so tell me you know something maybe in your childhood and and how that kind of made you who you are today this persistent passionate entrepreneurial type of individual uh, well, I I guess uh, I, I've been I have had a lot of um, people around me when I was a child that influenced me very positively. They like my probably my my parents also my grand my grandfather was uh, an entrepreneur. He started a fishing company when he was uh, twelve years old. Uh, when wow. he when he died, uh, who was around eighty something, and he had a company, a one thousand and five hundred people company. Wow! Uh, so that was like an interesting story that inspired me. One of the, one of them, but also my parents and my and the other grandfather that I had. He he was also an entrepreneur. So it's something that you probably have inside when you are a child and when you grow, it's like it comes out like naturally. Right. Um, right. Yeah. You, you are you really... a byproduct of your past, right? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Definitely. Well, that's pretty incredible, man. Like 1,500 employees, like that's that's significant. Was that a Spain, specifically a Spain Spanish company? Yeah, it's the, it's the second biggest uh, fishing company in Spain. Wow. Um, it's quite big, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and that, that was especially inspiring because uh, by the time he founded, Spain was like uh, right after a civil war. Uh, it, was, it was like a super, super poor country, people starving. Um, uh, or, so starting from scratch and building something, uh, like that it was really 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 inspiring and and yeah and they they all these these people i said that inspired me when i was a child i think sure one one characteristic is that they 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 were passionate or they are passionate what, what with what they do and i i realized in the in the in the in the last in the last months in the last recent months that that's that's key for for me especially and for our team to to do what we do we we really like what we really enjoy is working with people that enjoy working and doing what they do and they are passionate about what they are doing and that's like exciting isn't it like every day you get up and you get to work on people's passion projects their life like dream that's pretty cool yeah, that's that, that's the best 
the best of our job is is exactly that. You are talking to very very smart guys that are passionate, very passionate about what they do. So it's like a mix. There are these two things make make it really special. So very smart guys, very passionate, and and I really enjoy doing that. Man, that is exciting. So tell tell me this: Did you ever like really? Did you ever think that you're going to be doing what you're doing, like basically funding the dreams of people around the world? Uh, well, honestly, I uh, I didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really, I really, uh, I I imagined that I was going to do something by uh, by myself, doing, building something from scratch. So being an entrepreneur, I I, I really knew that I was going to at least try to do it. But this specifically, uh, this specific uh, task or job, uh, I didn't know it. But it, it, it came pretty natural, pretty naturally when after we sold La Navera Roja. Was, for me, it was like a, the natural step, obvious step to, to make. Great, great. Well, tell me, tell me this. This is like, Something that, you know, I don't have to ask, but it's just, I mean, I'm so curious. Why did you name it the Red Fridge? Like, what's what's that all about? Is that like a, a Spain thing? Are fridges red over there or something? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, that was, initially, I, I, I didn't uh, think that it was going to be important, the, the brand. I, I, I didn't. I didn't think that this brand thing around the brand branding is was important, but at the end of the day, or when when we we became bigger, it was really really important. It became critical the the name because we were competing against an English company called Just Eat, and here in Spain nobody knew how to spell it, how to write it, how to anything so for us it was like a competitive advantage to have a brand that in in spanish is easy to remember and also to spell it and to type it in google so that that was key uh, for, uh, for for our success story and the reason behind was my partner's idea was that you you when you are at home at night, food delivery, our business was made in the afternoon and at dinner time. So when you are at home, the real competitor we had was uh, the fridge, the regular fridge, the, the, the white one, the, the one everybody has in, at home. <laughs> so the, this was like the other alternative. That, that's the, that was the rationale behind that. So it was like, okay, if you don't want to take something from your regular fridge, the, the white one, and microwave it, if you don't want to do that, you have this... Uh, this Go to the red fridge. <laughs> Go to the red fridge. Yeah, yeah that, that's That's correct. super cool, actually. I mean, yeah. the, branding, the branding behind that would be like just... I can I can see it like really fun, just kind of building off it, all, even like that, that little piece right there, like just building language around that. That's I love that. Yeah, that, it was really yeah, it was really uh, uh, like critical. And when we start doing uh, adverts in television, it was special. Uh, it was very critical as well because it was really simple to do to create an advert around the red fruits. And we we did one very funny that uh, food came 
out from the from uh, Red Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> so people coming from the uh, from inside Red Bridge with food. <laughs> That's so cool, man! Like, I, so even the even down to the Google AdWords. I mean, it's just just super helped you to differentiate yeah. yourself. Yeah, hundred percent. That was uh, important. So yeah, uh, we we were lucky. We actually, the funny story. We I myself uh, came up with another brand. We start with that brand was was awful. It was called Jam, and nobody knows this. And I'm really happy now that we we changed that brand because it was really really uh, awful. <laughs> well, tell me this. So you you've seen some pretty significant success. What is uh, your personal idea of what success looks like now, now that you're on the other side of it, and did you have a different idea of what it looked like before you really felt like, okay, wow, I've really done something significant? Well, I, I, well, the 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 main the key learning for me has been that uh, success is a complete dynamic and relative. Thing so um, there is not it, it is not measured in absolute terms it's measured relatively um, it's dynamic if you you get to some point you want to get to another point regardless where you are so you are like always trying to do something better or something different so uh, I really thought before that the this kind of the the feeling was bit more absolute so objective is like okay this is good this is bad but this is not we as entrepreneur or probably it has to do something with ambition I don't know what but you are always thinking of the next step and the next thing you want to do uh, then the next challenge it's also all about I think it's about challenge you want to, to to do to face new challenge uh, every I day like the- that's like like success isn't about arrival. That's kind of like, I just kind of wrote that down. That's pretty cool. Because yeah, it, it is interesting. How do, how do you define it? And like, uh, you can't because it's different for every person. Yeah, and and it, it all it's also different depending on when when are you in your life or your career or everything. It's like it's like a trip. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, that's super cool. Tell me this: uh, What's something you encourage in your workplace uh, to kind of like boost productivity, connectedness, um, even just people feeling like they're uh, they have a vision, a purpose on their life? Mm, I well, that's an interesting question. Um, I really, I really think that everything is about team. Well, teams uh, about how people or teams interact and how to how to motivate people to work together and enrich uh, each other. Um, it's not about what you can do; it's about what you can make other people to do. It's ma- that's much that's more, more more valuable, and that has it's uh, that it's about motivation and organization and um, trying to do to 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 show uh, the team like a vision to go or like the where to go or to like uh, set a target 
quite ambitious target, <laughs> a very That's ambitious cool. target, um, and mot mot motivate uh, people around you to 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 achieve it. And and it, yeah, at the, at, my, at the beginning of my career, especially in consulting, um, these kind of things, the, nobody talked about this. Uh, everybody talked about how smart this guy is, or how much do you work, or how much you did at university. Uh, you, nobody talked about team, uh, like team or, um, I don't know, kind of visions. It is mm -hmm. interesting. I, I did write that down. It's not about what you do um, or what you can do, but what you can get others to do. So it's almost like, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, all of these companies, there's hundreds and even probably thousands of employees. Is that correct? Yeah, they, that's the... That's the well, the, the the base case scenario for all of our portfolio companies is to have thousands of people working for them. Right. <laughs> That's the base case scenario. But the, uh, obviously not not all of them will will make it. But the, the the all of them want to conquer the world, want to be huge, and um, uh, we are sure that uh, many of them will do. And there, there's actually one of uh, the cases we invest one year ago. They are already. Uh, 300 people um, wow it's crazy less than one year so so have you noticed that there's kind of almost like when you're investing in a business of course it's got to have specific um things like it's got to have a passionate leader a guy with a vision it's got to have uh, an actual product that's sellable it's got to have a market that it's selling it to but do you almost notice that like success in growing businesses now that you're at where you're at is almost like a, a process like it's like a there's a step-by-step -step process to making them successful yeah, the, that's that's for sure. But it's not uh, like easy steps that can be written down and just like a playbook that you follow and you get it. But so it's not that simple. But there there are certain milestones or certain steps that need to be done. And I really think that we are in a good position to to help companies just because we are watching. A lot of companies growing, a lot of companies facing similar challenges, and just by sharing knowledge between all of them, I think we 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 can you can help them face the new the new challenge they have, That's and good. obviously it, it it also helps our our experience in in as entrepreneurs. But uh, the, the 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 most important thing that we we really think we we have is we have the, the like the sympathy or the understanding of the the challenge the entrepreneurs are facing every time and so we can uh, probably understand them a little bit and try to help them in everything they 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 want but uh, as i said there is not a recipe to to, uh, to 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 follow but you can see some patterns some things that uh, are and the same in, in many, many business. That's good. Well, tell me, tell me this, you know, when you wake up every day, what's, what's one of your most favorite parts of the day and why? Mm, well, I, I really like the feeling after exercising in the morning <laughs> Great. that you already have done your homeworks. <laughs> That's good. Um, that, that's one of the, the, probably one of the best. And also, um, when when we are in the, when I am with the team, and discussing about the future plans and the future 
something something that we want to do, something new that we want to build. I really want, like the, those those moments, and also when when meeting entrepreneurs that really love their what they are doing and are super passionate and crazy about they are almost <laughs> su- suicidal behaviors in in some cases are like uh, they don't care about driving uh, 300 kilometers per hour in a small <laughs> road they, they they are they are not afraid about that uh, I, I really like uh, uh, to listen to young people being crazy enough to 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 change the world basically yeah change, come on man to dream big um, enough, right? Yeah, yeah. I really like that those moments. Uh, probably the the third one would be when I come back home and see my family. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a that's probably one of my favorites too. I mean, just I walk in, I've got two baby girls under fifteen months, or I should be saying like eighteen months now. Time flies, and it's like it's like super amazing just watching their faces. It's it's energizing. Like forty five minutes with them is like. The first 45 minutes is the best too because then they start kind of complaining and they want snacks and they want to watch <laughs> they want to watch television. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Well, you know, we usually do a moment in the show where we kind of do a personal shift. Love to ask you some personal questions too. Um, you know, tell me tell me this. I I think this is always an interesting question um, for entrepreneurs, leaders, CEOs, founders. Um, but just tell me what's what's most important to you in your relationships? Uh you- in in my relationship, what, what do you mean in in general or yeah? So what I kind mean, of relationships. So I look at it as like every person has their their inner circle, their outer circle, and their exterior relationships, right? If you wanted to categorize them in those three, so in your in, you know your your inner circle relationships, you might have two, you might have five, you might have eight people that you're really close with. Um, what What's really most important to you with those relationships? Like what's the most important thing you give in those relationships and what's the most important thing that you that you look for to have from that relationship? Mm, um, probably um, I would say trust mm, both directions. Yeah. Um, and also like um, willing to to sacrifice things in the short term because you are to maintain that relationship in the long term. So willing to to well to I don't know yeah to say no or to, to, to some things that may be not uh, good for you in the short term. But you do it because because you are convinced that uh, well it's it's worth doing that kind of um, sacrifice for the long yeah. term. Man, I love that. That's super good. I think that everything's about that, right? It's like sacrifice now and kind of you know then you, you there's a multiplication effect for later, right? And uh, mm-hmm. definitely got to enjoy the now, right? But in the relationship, I, yeah, it's all a sacrifice, especially, like I said, with family, with children, with, I mean, there's always this give and take, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so tell me this. How how do you how do you like to enjoy your days off? And do you even have days off? <laughs> what does that even mean? Um, yeah, we. Uh, I basically spend time with family and do exercise that's like 90% of my days off 
and on weekends or holidays. Uh, really, really um, enjoy just being with my family and, um, and friends. Um, and obviously, obviously, well, not obviously, but I, I try to to keep uh, some of the time in the mornings, especially to exercise and to do some sports, uh, both with uh, friends and sometimes alone by myself. Great. Um, yeah, I really, I really needed to 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 be uh, happy at the end of the, end of the, be, at the end of the day. To be normal, right? <laughs> to be, yeah. yeah. So tell me, what time? What time do you get up? What time do you go to bed? Average. Mm, in the during the week, I wake up at seven, um, go to bed at uh, eleven something. Great. Um, that's that's very soon to go to go to bed in Spain. I think in in other countries it's, it's more regular. But in Spain, people tend to go to bed at twelve thirty or around that. Um, but I I really like to to go to go to bed uh, early. I need to to sleep very well if I want to be effective. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lately, my uh, girls, my wife's the one that takes the real brunt for brunt for this. But he, she, they're they're waking up in the middle of the night, like constantly, and uh, it is so interesting how you got like, why am I lagging today? You're like, oh, I did not sleep really that great last night. <laughs> Just those little things really make a difference, you know. So I, I always like to expose uh, our our guests to humanity. I mean, you've done some really, Jose, you've done some really significant things in the world, right? Uh, people would often maybe look at your life and say, man, that guy is really living the dream that I feel is on my life. So, but I think what happens is, is you have to overcome so many different ob- uh, objections, obstacles, uh, disappointments, uh, failures, mistakes, um, relationships that are coming in and out of your life. So tell me what's, what is one of the more and most difficult things that you've gone through and kind of how did you get through it? Um, the the most difficult moment in, in my career, probably one of them, was uh, when we start La Nevera Roja at the beginning. We start three co-founders um, at the very beginning, but after a few months, just a few months, uh, we realized that one of the co-founders that had small stake in the company, he 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 wasn't. Um, well, he he didn't like he didn't fit very well in the in the culture. Uh, we were working like Saturdays, Sundays, holidays, every, every, all the time, and also, well, for various reasons, he he didn't fit very well. And there there was one day that we I told him to to have lunch together, and I had to tell him that that that. that that wasn't working, and I remember that that day like that as the the most difficult one in the in the wow. four or five years. I, I couldn't eat. I even I couldn't even uh, eat uh, while talking to him because it was super um, tough for 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 me and for him obviously to 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 see that he had left the, his job his previous job as we as we were. As we had, um, now we needed to find a solution. Now we are friends, um, uh, and everything was fixed 
more or less properly, but that was quite difficult. It's super emotional, isn't it? Like when you're having to have that conversation, I mean, it's like you probably didn't sleep for a couple of days or a week or so before. And I mean, those, those types of things are so hard to do. I mean, I can only imagine, and you're talking at like a partner level. So, man, it's so cool to hear though, that, that, that kind of like got restored. And did you have to like actively pursue that relationship to make sure it was healthy and restored? How, like, how did that happen? Like, was it organic? Was it intentional? Well, um, probably we, we tried to do it intentionally, both sides. Because all of all of us, we knew that was a bit difficult. Um, and actually, when when we did the party uh, after after the we sold the company, we invited him and he came to to the party. What was like a lunch uh, and a good restaurant. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I we are happy that we managed to. To keep the relationship, um, um, we fix things. Uh, I, I don't know if you are uh, aware, but many or uh, many many startups fail just because of problems between founders, just personal stuff. Well, I like. I kind of just made a little note: don't burn bridges, build them. I mean, it, you just never know, right? You don't. You you never know what that person's capable of. If you burn that bridge, you never know. I mean, it's just, it's, it's such a key thing that even, even when I ask you that question, Jose, this is kind of what goes through my mind. It's amazing to me how the most difficult things that we go through in life usually deal with people. They don't ever deal with something that, oh, I had to deal with this with myself. It's usually a disappointment in a relationship, something that was a hardship through a relationship that basically brings emotional trauma or, or pain or hurt. And it's, it's so important i think in entrepreneurship and building a business and building a family and and whatever you do is just keeping relationship number one it's the most difficult thing to do right but it's it's just so important it's just refreshing to hear that 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 played out that way because i mean that is you know when we have people on the dreamcast and you know we ask them that question quite frankly when they give us some surfaced answer and i went through this career where it was really hard it's like okay like that doesn't sound hard. That just sounds like life. Life's hard. You woke up, you worked hard. But when you bring up real things like that, that's like, okay, man, you, this guy's a human being. <laughs> you know, it's like he's got real problems. They're people problems. And, and these, you know, it's just a continual daily keeping that the priority people. So man, thanks for sharing that. No problem. It's a pleasure. Well, a few last questions to end the show. Um, the first one would be, uh, so what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> I think I'm all, uh, already grown up. <laughs> Are you sure? I don't know. I mean, it's like, isn't age just a, uh, uh, just the thought of the mind, right? It's like, it's the, the, the spirit of a man, a woman, they're, they're like, they're, 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 they're full of energy and passion and excitement. So it's like, there's so much more of your story to be written, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, well, we, we will uh, work uh, and play hard to, to do uh, more things, interesting things, and I'll at least try to do uh, uh, interesting things in, in the future. Yeah, um, for me, the, in the medium term, mean the, the, the next five to ten years, I had I have only one 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 target in, in, in meaning uh, well professional professional wise I 
I have one uh, clear target as uh, me as um, and the rest of the team, which are the same vision is we want to create create um, a venture capital firm in Southern Europe, and that it would be uh, the reference in in the South. Um, and this venture capital firm uh, will help entrepreneurs in the region to pursue their dreams and to to create to build great uh, products and services and companies and we really want to to help them doing that so cool man it's just a beginning for you really you know i i like to ask that question because it's just a reminder that uh, we're we're just beginning, even if we feel we're at the end, right? It's like there's always there's always more, uh, and you're at you're you, man. I'm really excited to see this next ten years. You kind of reinventing this venture capital idea in the European marketplaces. So, last question um, we leave our guests with is: so if you can go back and give your younger self advice, what would you say to your 18, 16 year old self? That's a good question. Again. <laughs> Um, Start the red fridge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. That that would be one. Key things are are about um, self confidence. To 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 believe in not just in in yourself, but you believe that things uh, can be made and things can be changed. And if you really think something is not working well or can be done better. Just try, just try to do it, uh, and I would, I would, I would suggest that thing to to me in the in the past, and to to play hard, work hard. If you think there's something that can be done better, and just uh, don't assume it is what it is. Um, yeah, that that would be the 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 one suggestion I would do. I like that. I, I even just wrote out, play harder, work harder, man. Like those are just so important. And I even add in there just, you know, even, even, even in our life, it's so short, right? Yet it's, it seems like it can be so long in certain seasons, you know, just giving your best, right? You go back to yourself, you look at your young self and say, Hey, just don't cop out. Don't do what everyone else is doing. Give your best, be your best, do your best. And, and, and good things are going to come your way. It's just like, it's just like a law of nature, isn't it? Yeah, 100% agree. So good, man. Well, Jose, thank you so much for being on the Dreamcast. Appreciate hosting your story. And uh, thank you again for taking time. Daniel, it's been a real pleasure to share my thoughts. And congratulations for the great podcast you're, you're doing for the initiative, your project. Appreciate it. Well, you've just listened to Jose Del Barrio, CEO of Samipata Ventures, a venture capital fund that aims to become the reference in European marketplaces and is reinventing venture capital. He sold his former company, The Red Fridge, for $100 million in one of the biggest internet exits Spain has ever seen at the time. After the sale, he wanted to support the Spanish startup ecosystem and started Samipata Ventures, which now boasts a portfolio that is including many European businesses. Jose is extremely Extremely passionate about his business and loves involving himself in everything that he can. He's changing the world one great idea at a time. My name is Daniel Bozinski. For everyone listening, if you have a dream but don't know where to begin, start your journey with me at danielbozinski.com. If you've enjoyed the Dreamcast, just subscribe to receive the weekly updates on each podcast released. And remember, if you have a friend or a family that has a dream but they don't know where to begin, then share and invite them to listen to the show because dreams are worth living and the first step starts today. 
Thank you for listening to the Dreamcast. Your future is valuable, so don't forget to invest into your dream every day with us. I hope the Dreamcast has inspired you to become the greatest version of yourself. I would be honored if you would help the Dreamcast grow. One of the best ways to do this is by leaving us a review on iTunes. Subscribe to hear more powerful interviews and podcasts to come. Until then, keep dreaming big.